right, we're live. Good morning, Nam. How are you? I am great. How are you, Katrina? I'm doing great. Looks like there's already some people on here commenting and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, those are the comments from before. I think people are pumped to see this one. Awesome, awesome. Great. So we're just going to start. I just want to hear a little bit about you, how you came to GCA, and what your position is. Yeah, so uh, I am the athletic director slash dean of students, so I get a dual role. Uh, obviously, for this interview, we're going to focus on the, the athletic director side. Um, but, but yeah, what, what brought me to GCA is kind of an interesting story. Uh, my, my daughter, who I have two of our five kids that go to school here next year, we'll have three of our five. Um, and and uh, my daughter, who was in kindergarten at the time, uh, ratted me out that I had a degree in teaching. I could substitute teach because at the time the school was looking for substitute teachers. And uh, so they had approached and asked me if I would want to sub any. And I said, yeah, I'm kind of working a flexible job at the time. And so I was able to. Um, that was at the, the um, end, towards the end of the school year. And then that next fall, I ended up uh, being hired on as a part-time English teacher. So it transitioned <laughs> very quickly to me, uh, me being here. And then, uh, and then um, halfway through that year, took over teaching fifth grade. And then the next year was Dean of Students while teaching elementary PE. And then this year, here we are as I'm the athletic director and Dean of Students. So it's been that's quite the escalation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we still actually need substitute teachers, and now I know why we don't have any. They saw you. They said, that guy started as a substitute teacher, and look at him now. He's uber involved. That's right. <laughs> we're scared we're going to rope him in. <laughs> uh, that's that's right. right. Well, we're, we're happy to have you. You've done a great job. You did a great job with that fifth grade class, too. I know that was kind of a funny year, but you really kind of pulled through for us there, and then... They were, an awesome, they were an awesome group, and it was a lot of fun that, that second half of the year I got to spend with them. And mm -hmm. we, uh, we um, I'll tell you what, we I have a lot of memories. I actually just came across the other day for Teacher Appreciation Week. I have an entire folder of, of letters and cards from that class, and I was kind of getting choked up a minute as I, as I came <laughs> across that the other day. So it was kind of cool. That's fun. So tell us a little bit about your athletic background and how athletics has kind of impacted or shaped your life. Yeah, so so I I have a, um, I guess what I would say a, a very cool athletic background because I've got I had some opportunities that many athletes don't get. Um, I I played actually locally played played athletics in high school. I went to Northridge High School, uh, played football basketball for them, and. Uh, was a, a good enough basketball or sorry, good enough football player that I got recruited to play in college, um, received a scholarship, full ride to go to Taylor University over in Indiana. Um, shout out to all those that are my, my Taylor fam that's yeah. out there, right? Um, but uh, but got to go to Taylor to play to play football on a scholarship and uh, had a, a great time at Taylor as far as an athletic career, um, was all conference football player. Um, and then actually towards the back half of my career started to get some recognition uh, from pro scouts from the NFL. A lot of people, I don't talk about this side of it a whole lot. A lot of people don't know. know yeah, the I side know that. <laughs> yeah, I actually, um, I actually got to do workouts for the Chicago Bears up in their indoor facility, uh, Indianapolis Colts. Um, 
the Cincinnati Bengals, the Browns, went to all their facilities, did workouts for them. Uh, had my senior day or my pro day uh, at Ball State University and uh, had uh, 18 pro scouts there. Um, so it's kind of a cool experience that I got to go through. And that's why I say it's, it's an experience that not many athletes get the opportunity to go through. Um, I was talking to one of the, the coaches at, up at Chicago Bears when I was up there, and I'll never forget what he said to me. And, and, and he was not that he was saying that for me at that moment, but he was expressing that one percent of one percent of college football players actually make it to the pros. So he said it's important yeah. to know when it's time to move on. And and so that was like that eye opening experience of like, am I chasing something that's not a reality? And is this really what God wants for me? And at that time, it was defining for me to kind of change, change my course and say, OK, I want to focus on what God really wants for my life instead of chasing something that's almost a fairy tale for a lot of players. Like, I mean, you hear how many athletes do you hear? I want to go play in the pros, but it's not a reality because of the top tier level of talent that makes it there. So it was kind of cool. The only only offer I got to play professional football was the San Jose Sabercats in California. It's an Arena One team, um, but they only pay eight hundred dollars a game. <laughs> at, that, at that time, I was uh, at that time I was already married and uh, had two kids. So graduated college with uh, Kayla and I uh, had been married for three years and had had two kids and mm -hmm. um, I was not ready to move my entire family out there for something that was a chance and make $800 a week. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I think that speaks a lot to you though, that like you said, for so many people, that is kind of a hard dream to, to give up or to know when to pursue something else. Because I think for a lot of people, athletics really, it defines them in a lot of ways and, you know, they identify as an athlete. So not that you're not still an athlete and still involved in athletics, but to kind of be able to look at that and look at where God, where else God might be calling you. Yeah. And I think that was, that was just it. It was, it was that, that mindset or that thought process of saying, I, I'm not defined necessarily as an athlete. I, I want to be defined by what God wants me to do and what his plan and purpose is for my life. So especially, I think I had an advantage though, because if I was in a position of not being married and already having two kids, maybe I would have pursued that a little harder, right? Yeah. But I had an advantage because when you get married and you have kids in college, you grow up really quick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. I'm sure. <laughs> That's great. So obviously athletics have just been a part of your life for, sounds like all of it. What do you think makes athletics an integral part of the student experience in general and at GCA? Yeah, I, I think it, I look back at my own time in athletics and I look at the um, how it defined my character. Right. And and, mm -hmm. and and that's why I feel like it's such a a key component for students if they if they get the opportunity to be a part of an athletic team. And and I say that almost with a grain of salt because it's dependent upon the coach. You got to have a good coach. And I was lucky enough to have really good coaches that helped define those uh, godly character traits in me and help build on that. And that's why it was so crucial because it, it, it goes right aside, right alongside the educational process, right? Like what you learn in the classroom, you learn in the classroom, but then what you learn in athletics is also reinforcing a lot of that. It's reinforcing a lot of what you learn in, in the classroom. And so if it's being coached right. And, mm -hmm. and um, I found myself, and this is kind of what defined my path of where I'm at now, 
when I was coaching at Northridge after I got out of college and I was coaching football and basketball out there, um, I realized that I can teach those students biblical principles, biblical character traits, and never mention the word God, Jesus, Bible, any of those things. Mm-hmm. And and it was that moment where that like that light bulb went off. It clicked of, of saying, you know what, this is crucial for these kids because I I didn't necessarily realize it when I because I played at a public school, played yeah. athletics, but but I realize now what I was being taught and mm-hmm. how important that is of defining who I am today. So that's great. So kind of bouncing off that, can you tell us what's different about athletics at GCA? Because you kind of said before in your public school environment, you really had to kind of teach the principles, but you can't always explicitly say certain things. What does it look like here? Yeah, I think it's I think it's just a more defined process of discipleship making. And this answer is probably going to tie into maybe even some of the other things that you would ask me. Right. But mm-hmm. but it's it's the ability to outwardly say, hey, we're Christian. Um, we we want to pray and give God the glory before and after win or lose. Mm-hmm. Um, we you know, the ability to start or end a practice with uh, a reading of scripture or memorization of scripture. Uh, those type of things that are that are integrated into our athletic program, uh, being able to say, you know what, we we have some we have some more important things to cover today. Yes, the athletic side and the teaching of the skills of the game are very important, but but you know what, there's been something that's weighing on my heart. God wants me to share with you guys, and being able to pull away, and and from the practice piece of the skills and the drills, and say today we're going to the majority of our time we're going to dive into a Bible study and and. And those things that are just unique to being able to be able to do that here with the Christian athletic program, um, because those are the things that build a foundation that our students, when they leave here, can stand on. Right. They're, they're realizing that um, let's put the first thing first, the priority of the, where our priorities should be. And that's that's a, 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 our relationship with Christ at the top. And, and that's the importance. So. I love that. And I think you touched on this, but kind of like the role of faith in athletics do you have anything else to say about that or uh yeah the the role so as i was thinking about that when you know that that particular that idea the role of faith i think about um the opportunities that we have to express christ in in our not only our our play our coaches um and and oh i have a visitor real quick (laughs) (laughs) This is, this is my oldest Peyton. She's <laughs> taking some testing this morning, so she's hanging out to school with me. You say hi. Hi. All Welcome. Right. <laughs> so, but it's the the idea or the opportunity that we get to uh, uh, express our faith to those that we're playing against, especially if it's a public school, right? Mm-hmm. And and we get to represent Christ to them, and that that's man f- having our faith, living it out loud that way. Man, I've seen I've seen some coaches of public schools that would come up to our coaches or, or me as the athletic director this last year and say, man, there's something different here. We 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 love playing you guys and we, we see it in your athletes. We see it in your coaches. And, and we want to we want to continue to to have that relationship and play with you guys. But but I think back to a really good friend of mine, uh, Jacob Cooper. He I played college football at Taylor with him. He's actually married to. Uh, Abby D'Agostino, her name, last name's Cooper now, but Abby ran in the Rio Olympic Games. She oh, was wow. the one that was on the news 
Um, she's sponsored by New Balance, right? She was the one that was on the news when she uh, the runner, the other runner fell into her and she tore ACL. She didn't uh, know yeah. at the time. She didn't know at the time that she had done. But, but but what an opportunity she had and a platform it's given her. She actually came and talked at our church this last winter and and, and shared about the platform of her faith in athletics and, and mm -hmm. the opportunities that she's had to reach out to those around her, those other athletes, and even connect with some of our, our, our athletes here at GCA that came to that service and stay in contact with them and encourage them through her faith and, and what she had experienced in, in, in this trials and struggles she's had and endured. So um, that's what I see is, is the opportunity that we have with faith and athletics and, and the combining the two. I love that. And I love that it's um, it's really just another mission field and kind of being able to come alongside the students and train them in that, train them how to witness to their teammates, to their competition. Um, kind of off that, can you tell us about a time that you've seen a GCA student display godly character in their sport? Um, uh, so I, I, two, two come to mind. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to share two, if that's okay. Go for it. Yep. <laughs> we had a, we had an athlete, um, we had a game this last winter that an athlete ran kind of off the end of the court. It wasn't a, it wasn't anything bad that happened in the play. It wasn't, but she, she wasn't able to slow down and she ran into the end, the end wall that's padded and she didn't get up. And we had to actually call the squad. We had to call the squad and they took her out on, in the ambulance, right? But I, in that moment, as we were trying to manage that situation, as we were waiting on the squad, I look over and, and I see our entire girls team all, all huddled together, all praying for um, this girl, right? What a testimony that is that they have the opportunity on our home court to, to, to do that. And to do that out loud, and not not be apologetic about doing that, and and um, and then even inviting the other team to join them in prayer, and as they're concerned, as they're worried about their athlete, um, so what a witness it was to that other team, as well to say, hey, come pray with us as we as we pray for her safety and protection, uh, and then and then it didn't stop there it, off the court they. Every day until we got an update and hearing that she had gone home from the hospital because she actually got taken over to Children's um, mm -hmm. Hospital. She she's okay. The athlete's okay, um, and, and everything ended up being all right. But but they would they would constantly ask and 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 the the practices thereafter that pray for her and make sure that she was okay. Um, so I, I, that was a Love really that. cool experience. So the second one that I want to share with you, and this is a little shorter. Little, a little, a little shorter of a story, but it was in a, um, it was in a, a, a game, a, a girls basketball game, and a girl had glasses on that she was wearing in the game, and she had gotten them knocked off of her face, mm -hmm. and uh, our team had stolen the ball, went the other direction, and it could have been, it could have been a wide open layup, uh, fast break on the court, and instead our athletes stopped, made sure she was okay because she had gotten hit in the face with the glasses picked up her glasses and helped her get back into the play and, 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 and wanted to, in that brief moment, had the consideration for this other athlete that wasn't even on our team to say, mm -hmm. you know what, I, I care about her enough on this court that I want to make sure and check in and show that, that my godly love towards her and make sure she's okay before I proceed and play and compete. That, like those moments are priceless when you see those happen on the court. I love that. And you probably see you see a lot of that going to all the sports that you that you do and being involved in all the seasons. Um, oh, yeah. 
It's really encouraging. So can you tell us a little bit about what do you think the value of competition is? Um, I kind of I kind of already touched on it, but there the the value that comes from competition is building those character characteristics as biblical biblical characteristics in our athletes. But beyond that, <clears throat> the value that can come from competition is showing truly who someone is. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and there's a side of this that I'm going to talk about that a lot of coaches, a lot of I feel like athletic directors don't talk about, but it actually shows the good and the bad. Right. Because mm -hmm. yeah. competition will bring it all out. And I, lo I love that in athletics is that you start to see who really is, who has the good and the bad. Some of them have both. Right. But it's a opportunity as our coaches have are able to disciple our athletes. It's an opportunity for them to see both sides and say, we want to continue to build on the good, those good mm -hmm. things that he's doing, the, the um, attitude that's, that we want to see in this athlete, but then also the bad and, and those, those things like we're all, we all, we know because the Bible tells us we're all sinful by nature. Right. And, mm -hmm. and we've all fallen short of the glory of God. And we have those moments where we, uh, we don't always react the way that we should. And, and athletics, the competition in athletics, sometimes will bring out that worst, that worst in someone. And, and we know and we've seen that many times in athletics. But but what is different and what value, what is valuable to our coaches is they get the opportunity then to, uh, you know, if it's if it's something that's bad enough, pull them off off to the side and say, hey, let's talk about this. Is this representing Christ the right way and, and be able then to build on that to continue to correct any of those behaviors that might need corrected and, and improve upon those ones that are that are already there and established. I love that. I love that our coaches get the opportunity to kind of speak into students that way and speak yeah. into those situations and really teach them that it's just another area and another um, way to witness to the students. And I think, you know, kids learn differently. Some people are going to learn really well in Bible class or they're going to feel really connected in maybe like a worship setting at chapel. And some students, if they're really involved in athletics, are going to respond really well that way. And they're going to feel the investment from their coach and that relationship building is really important too, I think. Yeah. It's like, like I said earlier, it's an extension of the classroom for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. I love that. So kind of moving on to your role as the athletic director, what's been your biggest goal as you kind of transitioned into this position? Um, so two, uh, two, two things come to mind when you say that one's an easy answer organization. Right. I, I, that's been a huge and, and anybody that really knows me knows that um, if things aren't organized, I'm I'm probably a little irritated by that. Right. Like it's I'll like stress. I want things to go. Yeah. Stress. That's a good way to put it. I'm a little stressed by that. I want things to be organized. And if they're not organized, then it's like, man, how do we get to it being organized? And I want everything to flow, flow the way it should flow. So so that's been a big piece. Organization. Um. And then the the second piece for me is to been to and anybody that's been that came to any of the games this last year would I believe see this, but it's been to create an experience in our athletics, not just mm -hmm. have athletic games, but an experience for not just our athletes but our, our students as well that are just attending the games, being fans, and and because when it, 
when you create that kind of environment, when you create uh, an athletic opportunity that becomes an experience, uh, these, those are the moments that kids remember, right? Mm -hmm. Those are the moments that they remember from their athletic career. And in once again, creating that atmosphere, a competition that brings out the good and the bad in the athletes that we can build on, right? But but an experience for also those that are in the stands, like the like the uh, blackout and the whiteout and um, and and the, those theme nights that we have and turn the lights mm -hmm. out when we introduce the the starting lineups and making a big deal out of like those are the things that we want as an experience for our our student athletes because that's what'll also get them it'll retain our athletes it gets them to come back mm -hmm. they're like man that was that was a blast I had a fun I had such a fun time doing that but not only retain our athletes and get them coming back to continue to play through all of their years of high school and middle school but but also uh, retaining our fans. And that's a huge mm -hmm. piece because the I know for me when I played when we had big crowds and, and like those were the those those were so much fun to play those games were so much fun to play in because definitely those memorable that ones. makes that makes it so much more fun when you're an athlete and you know you have the stands are full your family's there your friends are there yeah it just makes the whole experience and it's fun yeah, for the so, fans too you know yeah and so so we'll continue to improve upon that experience in the future. Um, some, you know, just some thoughts and ideas that I have, especially getting alumni involved in the future, um, as they can come back and, and experience athletics at GCA as what they are now compared to what they were then. And, and they weren't bad in the past because man, everything I hear that GCA athletics has always been competitive and I, I love mm -hmm. that. So I get the opportunity to come in and just build off a, a foundation that's already there. So. I love that. So I will say we've got. A decent amount of people on here. If you guys have any questions for Nam, feel free to drop them in the comments and we'll kind of get to them if we have time, but we'll keep going. Just wanted to throw that out there. So we've talked about your biggest goals. What's been your biggest challenge as you've taken over this role? Oh man. Um, I, I would say f the struggle of feeling like I'm always two steps behind. Right. And, and I, and I don't say that as a bad thing. It's just, there's some, there's always work to be done. Right. And so I'm always trying to, to think and, and be ahead. But, but as I came in this last year, I felt like there was a lot of things that I was kind of um, trying to get organized. Let's go back to the last question that I said before. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so in that effort to get things organized, it's been a process. And so that's, that's been a, um, that's been a challenge. Um, I am looking forward to this year coming up because things like scheduling, we're almost done with scheduling for next year. Mm -hmm. When has scheduling been done almost a year ahead of time? You know, yeah. it's just little things like that, but, but how much is that going to improve upon our athletic programs? Um, because parents then know when games are, when practices are, and what they can expect for the seasons and how to plan their schedules. Um, so, so that's been a challenge because I, I wanted to give that support to parents this last year and it, it just wasn't there. So, so I'm looking forward to next year being able to do that. Yeah. And like you said, you're, you're new in this role. So that's, it's a lot to tackle at once, but yeah. it's great that you're, you're in it for the long haul. You're going to keep building on the program and yes, absolutely. Making it better. So we've talked a lot about sports. Can you tell us what we offer? 
Oh yeah, yeah. So in the in the fall, we we offer mm -hmm. we offer many many different opportunities to for our athletic programs. In the fall, um, we have volleyball, uh, both middle school and high school. We have um, cross country for middle school, high school. We also have soccer uh, that we added middle school back last year. Had a ended up. We were like, we were kind of on the fence. Are we going to have enough? And then we ended up having great numbers. I think it was 16 is what we ended up having uh, on the team, which is is awesome for a middle school soccer team. Yeah. Uh, and they started to come together at the end of the year, actually even won their first tournament game at the end of the year. Um, That's exciting. So that, yeah, that was cool. So so in the fall, uh, volleyball, soccer, cross country. In the winter, uh, basketball for both uh, middle school, high school, boys and girls. Um, and then cheerleading as well for middle school, high school. Um, hopeful, hopeful to add to that in the future um, to to some of those things um, of because I've, I've heard recently some interest and in, did an athletic survey this spring uh, interest for swimming um, and which is interesting. I found out we have seven athletes at GCA that swim at other their, their local districts. So. Oh, wow. So yeah, so be be um, looking for information coming out about that, uh, and, and maybe the possibility of that. We're still exploring that piece, um, but then also then for the spring we we have softball, uh, baseball, and track and field, um, middle school, high school track and field. Um, our numbers are not high enough to have middle school baseball and softball um, mm -hmm. as far as participants, and so we get the opportunity then to partner with our local programs. We obviously didn't have a season this year, but would have if, mm -hmm. if we would have had the opportunity uh, to partner with uh, our local YMCA and their youth programs to give those kids an opportunity to still play baseball in the spring on a middle school team. That's great. Yeah. So you've touched on this a little bit, some of the things you're hoping to accomplish, but can you kind of tell us where you see the future of the athletic program going? Just cast a little vision for us. Uh, yeah, I, I am excited to see uh, us continue to make steps in our athletic programs. I really, I want, and this is a lot of what I've been talking to, uh, like I recently talked to the advocate, they're doing an article uh, on athletics and how they were affected by um, affected by the, the COVID-19. Mm -hmm. and, and I was talking to them and, and he, you know, he said, you, you guys, he said something to me that stuck with me. And so I've just kind of run with that. And he said, you guys have become an athletic program in this area that's respected. And, and that's kind of interesting to hear because we're, we're, we're no longer the little guy in the area, even though we are, right? It's we're, Teams around here actually want to play us. They, they want to compete against us because even though they're bigger schools, even though they're, they're a higher level maybe of competition, considered to be a higher level of competition, right? They want to play us because um, they are uh, – they, they know that we're going to bring the competition to them. Um, mm -hmm. But also do it in a level of respect, and we're not going to, you know, we're not going to come in there and be disrespectful to their program and their athletes and their coaches. So I say all that to say, I want to, I want to expand that. I want to, I want to be in a position where we're sought after to play by schools because they, we have a reputation of not only being representing 
uh, representing Christ well in our play, in our godly play, but also that we are going to be able to compete with them, whoever it is. And, mm-hmm. and so I, I see that as me wanting to build build on that. And that's what we're headed towards um, is, is not only being stabilizing our, our numbers in athletics, but also being a, a athletic program that's sought after by other schools to play uh, beyond just our local schools here. And, and so I'm excited to continue to add in coaches that are uh, that are going to to do this. Now, the only way that happens, and this is this is where I get to cast a little bit of vision, is that we build uh, our athletic programs from the littles all the way up to high school. Right. And mm-hmm. so that's what I'm excited to be able to dive into is biddy programs being able to field those programs that are that all of a sudden become feeders into our middle school high school programs and we have consistency in our numbers and our athletes that compete so we're not asking the question anymore of are we going to have enough for a middle school soccer team we know that we're going to have enough for a middle school soccer team because we have so many kids that want to participate because not only because they get the athletic experience, but their their parents are wanting them to come to GCA and participate in athletics because they also get the biblical principles taught to them through athletics and the, and the, the, the characters that they should be expressing that that, um, the, that we are constantly, constantly trying to teach them. And so that is that is the vision that I get to cast is putting coaches in place that are going to build a program from the high school all the way down through. And so I'm excited to see that, that, that come in the future and then in the um, years to come. That's great. I'm excited about that kind of continuity that I know you're after. I think that's going to, it's going to make a real difference and kind of just bring us even to the next level. So that's exciting. Yeah. I think we're running a little short on time. So I'm going to kind of leave us with, you could say one thing to your senior athletes who missed their final season, what would it be? Um, it's just, just a word of encouragement to, to remember that uh, it, this may seem like a big deal right now. And it may seem like it's just devastating that you missed out on um, the last part of your senior seasons and, and, and playing a spring sport. I know, and I get that. I understand that. But to remember that this is just one little blip on the radar of what God has for you in your life and and the realization that um, there are so many, so much, so many greater things coming for you that God has in his plan for your life. And so just be encouraged by that. Um, I have a, a you know, verse that I've hung on to since I was in high school. Um, it's kind of my wife and I, it's a, kind of our family verse and and that's what I would want to share with them. Galatians 6, 9, don't grow weary in doing good for uh, if you don't give up in due time, you'll reap a harvest. And so I would just encourage you, don't don't grow weary. Continue to to do what God's asking you to do. Continue to to spread God's word uh, in an encouraging way and support those that are around you and, and, and continue to press forward. Don't don't give up. And and uh, God will absolutely bless you for that. That's great. I think that's. Great for a lot of us even here kind of coming out of this season. So, yeah. Thanks for your time today, Nam. Thanks for sharing with us. Thank you, Peyton, as well. You're a great addition. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Can I, can I, I share one more thing before we of go? Of course, I know, yeah. I know you didn't ask it, but I, I think that it would be awesome for everyone to hear because it's a, mm-hmm. it's a very cool thing. So one of the questions that you had kind of sent me uh, ahead of time was uh, who, you know, what, 
what athlete, what person in sports history, current or history, would you would you um, sit down and want to have dinner with? And so mm -hmm. my answer to that actually is going to be a unique one, probably not what people would expect. But S Stephen Curry would be my my answer to that. Um, okay. and everyone's kind of like, why? He's a basketball player. You played football. Well, <laughs> right, but he has a unique story. And a lot of people don't – I don't think they know it. I've watched him since he was actually in high school. Um, and uh, But his unique story was when he came out of college, he got sponsored by Nike. And Stephen mm -hmm. Curry always writes verses on his on his shoes before games. Mm -hmm. Nike found out about that, and they asked him to stop doing that, or they would stop sponsoring him. And he said, "Okay, bye." And really? so, yes. Wow. So people don't because he went to Under Armour, right? Yes. So he After went to Under Armour, and Under Armour actually prints the verses on his shoes for him now. Um, so cool. kind of a, a unique side note, and I just I would love to talk to him about the courage that it took as a young athlete playing a pro sport to be able to, to take that stand for Christ and say, you know what, this is more important to me than a sponsorship and money. So it's just kind of cool. Love that. That's a great answer. Thanks for bringing that up. I'm glad that you asked yeah. yourself the question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So, well, thanks again. Yeah. Yep. Go Lions. <laughs> yeah. Go Lions. Thanks again for your time, Nam. Don't forget everybody tune back in tonight at 6 p.m. We're going to hear from a couple of GCA alums. All right. Have a good one. Yep. See you guys.